The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. This is Emma Johanna Purinen, the writer, sound designer, and voice of Ship on Rogue Maker, a science fiction mystery about a group of people on a budget spaceflight who end up stuck in escape pods with only the radio for company after disaster strikes. Together, they must figure out what happened to their ship and where they're going now. We've got music, laughs, and existential dread aplenty. This is episode one, Manifest, which sets the stakes of our high-flying mystery. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy. Override successful. Plutonic flight 999. Current position in Earth Celestial Reference System. Right ascension 051655.8. Declination minus 144229.7. Distance from Earth 9.001 light years. Command override successful. Initiating hospitality mode. Hello there. How may I help you, Captain Tarsal? Would you care for some more? Understood. Enjoy the flight, Captain. Warning. This order will lead to engine temperatures above nominal levels. This may result in ship destruction and crew and passenger fatalities. If you proceed with this... Authorization code? Accepted. Fiction Podcast, Episode 1, Manifest. 
Conducting a launch status check. All flight personnel, please verify ready to resume count and go for launch. MPS. MPS is go. RTC. RTC is go. Fido. Fido, I ask again. Are you go for launch? Fido is go. Copy, Fido. That's affirmative. Houston flight? Houston flight is go. EECOM? Go. Safety console? Safety consoles go. AVA? We're go. LRD? LRD is go. SRO? SRO is go. You have a range clear to launch. NAV? Clear flight. And CDR? CDR is go. Copy, CDR. Launch director and CDR, you are go for launch. Looks like a great day to go flying. On behalf of the entire team here and people watching around the world, good luck and Godspeed as you take humanity to the stars. T-minus, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Excuse me. 5, Mr. Mr. 4, 3, 2, 1. Mr. Madigan. Your in-flight entertainment program is paused. It's good to take a break sometimes. Please, no, Mr. Madigan. Call me low-key. He's anything but. I'm anything but. Maybe that'll be my next name. Anything but. It has been a while since you've changed it. What, three Earth months now? <laughs> the name changes are part of the deal interacting with humans. I swear you do it more often than most humans, though. What did you need, Malachi? Oh, were you watching that ancient spaceflight movie with that blaze of dust actor? What's his name? Horatio? As the love interest. Yeah, man. Horatio's killing it. The vibes are top notch. These Apollo people from 500 years ago understood themselves well enough to sit on top of a ball of fire and trust it to take them to space? Talk about love of life. <sighs> hey, uh, Malachi, do you feel more connected to the flora and fauna of Earth when you're up in space? Well, I, I think I do. It's like, I value them more. Forgive my bandmate. It's only a second time off Earth. No worries. No worries. He seems like quite the history buff. Loki, did you know they didn't have anti-grav back in the 20th century either? Those launches would have been nauseating. It's much more comfortable flying plutonic today. Cheaper, anyway. All the more proof of how brave those first starfarers were. Brave? Or insane. Just because the Gnonu were boring back then. We still made it to one of our moons. The space elevator to Lomth was much more reasonable than those death traps. And yet, well, you wouldn't be watching to hunt for audio samples if you didn't think it was so cool. The old thrusters evoke an ideal sort of drama. It's not dinner orders yet, is it? We just had lunch. Can we help you with something, Malachi, or are you planning to talk to us all the way to Sirius? Oh, right, yes. Um, Loki, can you check your link chip and reconnect it to the TV? Your sound's coming out of the TV speaker, not your chip. Everyone can hear it. Oh! Yours is fine, Mixolum. Oh, damn. <laughs> this is a movie that demands to be heard. Like... Those first spacefarers screaming into the sky and announcing to the universe, We're here! We're here! And you can't ignore us! But, <clears throat> yeah, totally. I, I must have hit the wrong button before the movie. Oh, my stars. I I'm so, so sorry, Malachi. I didn't realize Loki's was out loud. Hey, hey, don't worry about it. 
There's no harm in the other passengers hearing what space flight used to be like. You got it? I think so. Ship. I've established a connection to device name Low Key's Awesome Ling Chip. Nice. Ah, it's so loud. Here, if you... I've got it. You sure? What? Yep, don't worry about it. You wouldn't be imposing. It's well within the job description of a flight attendant. I've got it. Your in-flight entertainment program is paused. Remember to hydrate. I don't know why it's glitching so much. It's interrupting my peace. <laughs> okay. If you're going to make a habit of space travel, you'll need to talk to Gnonu a bunch. You might want to consider the implantable link chip instead of sticking with the wearable. The implants are more reliable, especially if... Well, if Mix Olam here is your bandmate, you'd know, wouldn't you? If you know of a cheap implant that we can easily reset for concerts, we'd be happy to hear about it. Uh, excuse me, could I get a bonch tea, please? Oh, oh, my apologies, you two. Duty calls. Uh, enjoy your movie. See you at dinner. Coming right up. Here you go, Mix. 150 bits. If you can just pay here. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, here you go. Excellent. You're really a fan of the bonge, Mixed Vask. Yeah, I guess so. Right now I'm really just looking for anything to remind me of Tond, you know? Absolutely. I understand. Well, humans don't go on wanders, of course, but here at Plutonic we are used to homesick travelers. You don't hesitate to ask if there's anything that would make your journey more comfortable. Thanks. Mm. Oh, oh, stars. I spilled a bit. What a mess. This is shakier than the trains on Tond. Actually, sorry, could I get a napkin, please? Sure, it'll just be 50 bits. The napkins cost extra? Yeah, they do. I'm so sorry about that, Mixed Vask. It's company policy. <laughs> That's platonic for you. Paying for the physical space you take up on their flights is cheap as anything. But the second you add on amenities, like food or using the toilet, that's extra. Before you know it, it's only a little cheaper than the other light flight options. And yet you're flying with us, Mixco. Plutonic is the only code that doesn't use triple-factor authentication. Would you like any food or beverage, Mixco? I'm fine for now, Malakai. Certainly. Oh, yes. Uh, Mixco, there is a slight concern? Hmm? About your plants. What about my plants? Well, they're, um... The pots and other various vessels, they're in, are technically within the luggage lines, but the plants themselves are spilling over a tad. They're growing. That's what plants do. Yeah, but the way they're growing is resulting in, well, something leaking on other luggage. 
I don't understand the problem. I'm a botanist. I'm traveling with my plants. It's the same as anyone traveling with the tools of their profession. <laughs> my old grad advisor used to travel with his plants all the time, and the course never gave him trouble. But of course, that was before the laws changed after the Voss incident. Are you just traveling with the plants? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not entirely convinced they're all plants, and transporting animals does cost extra. I showed my permits to the desk attendant when I boarded. Well, the captain wanted this checked up on his all. If you could just take a look when you get the chance. Hmm. Malachi, would you by any chance happen to know which of the bags is getting leaked on and with what sort of fluid? Well, the fluid can't be anything harmful, or ship would be raising the alarm. Ship, what was the label on the bag? The bag in question belongs to passenger Pascal Almagest. Oh, stars. Apologies, Mix Almagest. That will be cleaned for you straight away. Actually, do you think there's a way we could keep it up here? I just might feel safer if it's up here with me, like, um, um... Do you remember their name over there, hun? What? Oh, the person sitting by the window? Hmm. No, I haven't had the chance to talk to them. They've had their headphones in the whole time. Well, they've got the right kind of idea, hanging onto their suitcase. If we can get the dimensions of your case double-checked, certainly. Just a minute. You doing all right, Pascal? Yeah, yeah. Because you know you can talk to me if there's anything you need or... It's fine. It's only one more day to Sirius. We're almost on our holiday. I just don't want anyone to steal our sunglasses, that's all. Sirius is a lot more luminous than Epsilon Eridani. Thought he'd never leave. He talks a lot. Malachi is just trying to make conversation. It's customer service. He has to try and find a connection to each and every person. Dukanonu not have small talk. The how are you's and the what's ups? No, most of that is just understood through touch. It took me a long time to understand that what's up wasn't literal. My first linship wasn't too great with the colloquialisms either. But the flight attendant, I, I don't know. He's too nice. <laughs> Whoa, I think he's actually just nice. It makes me uncomfortable. Don't tell me you're scared of him. He's he's totally non-threatening. I mean, he's big, but he's gentle giant big, like teddy bear big. I know, but he's... Oh, you don't think he's a spy sent by one of the other bands or something? Here to gather intelligence on the state of their competition, the ethereal woe and low-key of about gardens. You still don't believe me about Martin the Vampire. Whoa, I I was joking. There were fang marks in the cupcake at the studio, Loki. Fang marks! And I only know of one human musician with surgically altered teeth like that, and he doesn't record at our studio, does he? Martin the Vampire harbors a lot of... He's a stinker, all right. For sure. But Malachi... No, of course he's not a spy. He's just some talkative nerd who's a little too friendly with an AI and reads a lot of stories printed on dead earth plant bodies. He's what we get for flying plutonic. He's... He's better than the captain, anyway. Nah. I've been thinking. No, put the Maki Maker away. 
What if I add some older music to the bridge? Is that the instrument with too many bells? It's not too many. Some of them are just too low frequency for you to hear. We've already got you harmonizing with yourself and me. Stars, what I'd give for a double-chambered larynx. Loki, you do things with a one-chambered larynx that would make the old gods weep. But seriously, if I just shift this part a bit and bring this other part down... We're good, whoa. We, we, you don't need to edit music right now. I promise, just relax. If you overthink it, you'll lose the flow of the moment. Let's get back to the movie. You watch without me. I've got an idea. I want to change the set list. For the 30th time... I think we should open with day and night, night and day. But... We were saying... I know, I know. We plan to start with Super Casanova, but I think day and night is more us, you know? Like, like right at the start, it says who we are as about gardens and what we're about, our our cultural combination, how night and day are places on my world, but to you, night and day are times, how we're synchronizing our languages and sounds to find meaning amidst difference. I mean, I think that I'm, just... I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm, I'm just saying the song starts kind of gentle. And this is serious Revel 6 we're performing at. The biggest battle of the bands in the galaxy. Don't we want to energize the crowd right from the get-go? Once they're all feeling the mood, then we get all deep with your incredible metaphors in day and night. Anyway, we'll be at Sirius in one Earth Day, and we need our beauty This is an emergency announcement to all passengers and crew. Please follow the guiding lights to the escape pods. There has been a malfunction. Please do not panic. Plutonic Flight 999 is equipped with the requisite number of escape pods as per joint government law. There is a pod for everyone. Your safety is our priority. For your own safety, please enter the escape pods immediately. This is an emergency announcement. This is not a drill. Oh, stars. What? I... Get up. This can't be happening. Whoa, get up. <sighs> okay, okay, I'm up. Uh, what do I want? Yes. Let's go. Follow the lights. Yeah. Follow the lights. Come on, honey, grab my hand. Or maybe it was an internal problem like the engines? Pascal, we need to move. We don't need to bring that, honey. Right, right. Right, first things first. The police. Hey, hey, you there. Are you awake? Take the surface headphones off. Why don't you? Don't touch me. What's your problem? We're in a crisis here. Please Hey, time to fight, you two. Let's get moving. Captain says we need to get to the Oh, my stars, this pod is so tiny. You get in this one, I'll be right here. You'll be in pod four. You know it. It's gonna be okay. Whoa, you and I have the stamina and drive to persist through anything. Pod four. Head on into the pods, folks. Malachi, how long are we gonna be in the pods? You can talk details once everyone's safe. I love you. I love you Nothing to fear. This is what the pods are for. This is completely precedented. <laughs> we'll make it through. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. The pods are connected by radio. We will be able to talk to you. Here, buckle this strap. Kid! Yeah. Kid! 
I'll talk to you in a minute. Yeah. Whoa? Yeah? Can you repeat after me? Yeah. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. No, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. I've got the best bandmate in the galaxy, so of course... It's gonna be okay. I see you've fastened your seatbelt already. Great work. Right now, I'm administering relaxed juice to calm you down and ease you through the high G-forces. You may experience side effects of nausea, confusion, dizziness, upset stomach, decreased sonolocation, and ingrown hairs. We will be departing in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... What is this? Where am I? Pressure. Nominal. <sighs> Temperature. Nominal. Maybe for a human. Vital signs. Stabilizing. Initiating. Hospitality. Mode. Hello, Pod 3. I'm Ship. It is my pleasure to assist you today. I... I already know who you are. I apologize for any inconvenience this detour has caused you. By now, you should have regained consciousness. You were put under for your safety due to high G-forces as we left Plutonic 999. I hope you are comfortable. That was a bumpy ride. How are you feeling? High G-forces? Detour? What? I'm... I'm feeling okay, I guess. Ship, what? Loki! Where's Loki? Are we at Sirius? No audio input detected. I did not get that. Would you repeat yourself, please? You... You can't hear me? My apologies. It appears I have a malfunction. Let me run a quick self-diagnostic. No! Chip, we've met before. I'm a passenger. Why don't you know who I am? Ship? Oh, can... Can you... Can you tell that I'm here? Yeah, you must be able to. You said something about vital signs, but... Oh, what is this place? It sounds very small. Where are the lights? Ship? Oh, that's a wall. Oh. Oh! It's an escape pod. The alarm. Of course, how could I... What was in that... relaxing... juice? Uh, right. Okay. It's gonna be okay. I'm in an escape pod with an AI that can't hear me. Gonna be okay. Gonna be okay. 
What do I have? Oop, oh, stars, I shouldn't touch that. The exit is sealed for your safety. Ah, so you respond to that. Where's my... My Mache Maker. Loki grabbed his surface bacon chips and I forgot to bring my... Self-diagnostic complete. Communication systems are malfunctioning. This is an external problem due to high local radio interference. All other systems are nominal, including life support. Don't worry. Pod <sighs> 3, I regret to inform you that, due to my malfunction, I do not know who you are. This is a failure of hospitality, and I am sorry to be so rude. I will have to call you Pod 3. Your status is Passenger. This status necessitates further introduction. I am Ship. No shit. I am a separate install of the same Ilum Interstellar model UJ5 artificial intelligence found on Plutonic 999. I do not have access to the same memory files as the main install. I was overdue for backup before this. Detour. <laughs> Currently, I am following emergency protocol working against high interference to establish communications with the other pods and send out a distress signal. I hope this knowledge is reassuring. I would like to share an inspirational quote I hope you will find helpful. There are no words which men detest more than solitary, desolate, and hapless, yet lords and princes use these to refer to themselves. Thus, a thing is sometimes added to by being diminished and diminished by being added to. Lao Tzu, Dao De Jing, 6th century BCE. Hang in there. No. What? I... What? You surfaced piece of humanocentric crap programming! You better fix the connection soon. I can't be alone. I'm... I'm not supposed to be alone. Lova was right. You should have bought better tickets than Platonic, but no... I had to be a cheapskate because the band wasn't going to make any money at Sirius Rebel 6 unless we won, which was a long shot. We're the surfaced wild card entry, so I played it safe. Look how safe we are now. Oh, how could I think it was going to be okay? That just because we got into a big competition, that already meant we'd made it. Of course something went wrong. Something always goes wrong. Oh! I'm never going to perform at the Revel. I'm never going to make it. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Just play pretend. Keep talking. What would I say to Deloa? I'll pretend it's after the Revel. I'm back on Tond, finally back with my group after too long on the road, and... Deloa was there, all warm with their silky fur, ready with my favorite cake, no bonds, just how I like it, and they and everyone else from the group are happy and proud of me and asking about the power of my music. Ooh, the next Noska, are you? Or, or the folks on the train were all listening to About Gardens, and I couldn't help but tell everyone that I know half of About Gardens, and I, I laugh and talk about the time when I was little, still a kid with my birth group, and during one sleep, the group elder next to me was crying. And, and I was too little to know what was wrong, but I sang to them. Because I've always acted older than I am. Because I wanted to help. Because I know music helps. 
music and and talking and feeling the raised lines of my tattoos over and over again when there's no one else to touch, even if the tattoo is a waveform of my surface ex's name and and, and music. Music. It'd be better if I had someone to sing it too. <laughs> Come on, Wolf. You can do better than that. So I won't bring them to shame. We all crossed the Terminator, slipping darker into night. On the sharp edge of a crater, we bade farewell to light. In this group, I had a sweetheart. I'll say Plusk was their name. Strong and sure and frankly too smart, we were one and the same. So where are you going? And where do you sleep? Through my bones, wind is blowing. But who is there to weep? The leader took us overland Toward a pool of water A steady and determined band Until out cried our spotter A storm bore down toward us and the blinding grid and sand hit before we could discuss how to make our final stand. Plosk said they knew just where to go, where shelter could be found. The group leader made the call no. Best stay and hunker down. So where are you going? And where do you sleep? Through my bones, wind is blowing. But who is there to weep? In the midst of that sorry sleep, I felt Plosk pull away. My foggy mind didn't make the leap that they had joined the fray. The scraping storm raged harsh and long to died before the end. And then we saw that Plosk was gone, the group we could not mend. 
They say it's worse to die alone. I know that's half a truth. The worst thing is to die unknown, however hard we sleuth. So where are you going? And where do you sleep? Through my bones, wind is blowing. But who is there to weep? The surface is a blasted place, so stay here in my arms. Or blight and burn and fight and learn to stay here in my arms. The surface is a frightful foe that we must try to gather. There never did exist a place that could stay still forever. So where are you going? And where do you sleep? Through my bones, wind is blowing. But who is there? That song is creepier than I remembered. Mm-hmm. Nice voice. Uh, uh, who, who is this? I don't recognize your... This is your captain, Tarsul. Oh. Captain. Right. Uh, sorry. Hi. It's good to hear another voice. It'd be good even if your singing sounded like crap, which it doesn't. Uh, thanks. Captain, this is Woh Ulum. How much of that did you hear? Just the song. Oh. Good. Well, I'm in pod three. I'm doing fine physically, no injuries whatsoever. There's no need to give me a report. It's not like I can help you. But you're the captain. There's no sense walking around the shadow. I'm not going to pretend to make you feel better. These pods are built to keep people alive while we wait for rescue. And that's it. We can't control anything in them. We just have to wait. It's routine for situations like this. Situations like this? How often does this happen? Space is dangerous. I don't know what to tell you. Some bedside manner you've got. I'm not a doctor. But you are the captain. You must know what happened to the light flight. I don't know. Why did it explode? I don't know. Did Platonic buy a crappy engine? (laughs) Probably. Were we attacked? Was it pirates? I don't know. You don't even seem to care. Panicking only wastes your oxygen. Can't... Can't you at least get Ship to talk to me, or... Ship can't hear me. It can't hear you, either? Either. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a widespread issue. It can't hear me? And it doesn't even know who I am, even though we've met before. Your surface AI must have lost some memory in the explosion. It doesn't know who you are? Uh, 
Well, bioscans work since it knows who I am. But if it doesn't know you... Oh, Malachi must have forgotten to back up the pod installs of ship. I swear, he gets so obsessed with updating the main one that he forgets... So, ship still recognizes me because I'm crew and those scans were stored in the older backups. But there's either an issue with it picking up our audio or with processing it. On top of which, all nine pods should have been linked up by now, and yet the only person I can talk to is one... Captain! Hmm? How long until rescue? I don't know. Is that your answer for everything? Could be an eat. Could be three sleeps. Depends on how far away the nearest Jacob ship is, and how long it takes them to receive our signal. That's why you should conserve your energy. Whoa. Yes? I need you to tell me in detail exactly what you saw as you made your way to the escape pod. Why? Because I'm the captain and I need to know. And I'm the passenger. And I need to be safely transported from EE to Sirius. That's the deal. That's the social contract you've entered into here, Captain. I'm asking you a simple question because you're not telling me anything. And I just, I... Some of us are just normal people who need information, who need things to make sense, who need to talk to people, who prefer eating dinner together rather than hiding in our cabins, even though we're in charge of the flight, who need to be with our groups, who aren't meant to just sit here completely alone with nobody to talk to or to sing to or to even... I am not groupless by choice. Oh. Well, is that supposed to make me feel better? That means that no group wants you. Not having a group name is a big warning sign no matter what, Tarsal. What is a Gnonu without their group? What did you do that no group wants you? How do I know you didn't blow up the ship yourself? You gotta work with me here, but clearly you don't know how. Behind the riot of the Barnard Starship. What's Over that? Shit, is that Operators, you can you hear me now? Is this the news? family? Oh, Still mourning the loss of their loved up. ones almost three Earth years ago in the tragic explosion of the eccentric phalanx. A memorial service is planned for the anniversary, dedicating twin monuments in Tokyo and in Hosklamthut to commemorate the human and Gnonu victims alike. Both monuments will feature 50 gold stars for those lost and one silver star to represent the sole survivor, the anonymous miracle who has requested privacy since the incident. Truly a touching tribute. But that's not all for eccentric news, as we now turn to the latest in the protracted legal battle between eccentric heavy industries and gradient entertainment over use of the moons of the Tau Ceti system. The mining giant says the moons contain vast deposits of iridium, an essential element in light flight fuel, which it wants to excavate. Gradient films the popular Blades of Dust movie franchise on these moons, and states the mining would render the location unsuitable for filming. Eccentric CEO Chad Matthew today appeared to lose his temper in an interview, saying, quote, We already have to put up with AAA in that system because one of the planets has some bacteria. We shouldn't have to tiptoe around some actors. Gradient can quit being cheapskates and use those award-winning special effects to hide the mining equipment, end quote. 
Triple A, of course. The Joint Government Alien Autonomy Act prohibits commercial exploitation of living worlds. Under Matthew's leadership, Eccentric has lobbied heavily against the act, recently winning a key victory in the courts they hope to translate to the legislature. Regarding the moons of Tau Ceti, however, Matthew's words have prompted a campaign by Blades of Dust fans seeking to save their franchise and organizing un not that kind of dust. When asked for commentary on how long the legal process can be expected to take, a joint government official Where did that come from? Interference detected. Oh, for the love of everything. That's... Hey there. Just wanted to let you know that there is a lot of, in of interference in this part of space. Connections may be spotty and sporadic, but I am still working to get you in contact with the other pods. Until then, you might hear a few radio broadcasts just as I am checking the signal. Hang tight. Well, that would have been nice to know. Tarsal? Captain? Captain Tarsal? Captain Tarsal, are you still there? Oh, oh stars, please say something. Oh, oh stars. They're gone. Oh, look what I've done. I shouldn't have said that. That was rude. That was insensitive, and now I'm all alone again. <laughs> Almost like you're groupless. Huh? Tarsal! It's the uncertainty that gets you. Do you want to answer my question now? Connections really are spotty, the AI said. Who knows how long this will hold, or when we might be interrupted. You, I... I I'm so sorry. Yes, of course. <sighs> what I saw when I left the lifeboat. Okay, come on, Wolf. Remember. There was so much noise and so much movement. Loki had to get me moving. He, he, he took my hand and pulled. That human couple, they were having some sort of argument or something. We passed them. The astronomer, Pascal, was scared, I think. The tech with the nose ring. Trip. Trip, that's his name. He was encouraging them. The older Gnolnu, um, Gull, their group name was, with all the plants, was shouting something. Stars, I have no idea what. I couldn't think of anything. My brain was buzzing. Someone must have let the old human woman with the suitcase know about the alarm. Her headphones were off for once. I, I don't even know her name. And Malachi. Malachi was by the pods helping everyone get in. And then Loki helped me get in. And the door shut. And is... Is that helpful? Where were you? Not blowing up my own ship, if that's what you think. But you think one of them did? <clears throat> I don't know. Especially given everything that's going on with the comms and the AI, I don't think we can count on our signal getting out. So, it's important to account for who was near the pods when the alarm sounded, and who wasn't. Do you mean... It's possible no one knows we're out here. We're stranded? Yes. And though it sounds bad, it might be... Tarsal? Tarsal, what were you saying? The ship, ship, no, 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 not now. Tarsal! 
It's, it's late. You've been hard at work running meetings and wowing clients, and you haven't had a second to yourself since you woke up. The thought of a hot, fresh, delicious burger from Haro's has you yearning. We know the feeling. You don't stop, so neither do we. We're open literally all the time. Here for you at your nearest station or have dome. The silver sign beckons. Satiate your hunger. Haro's, the burger place in outer space. I don't even like burgers. Thank you for listening to Rogue Maker. This episode, Manifest, was written by Emma Johanna Purinen and directed by Rook Mogavero and Emma Johanna Purinen. The script was edited by Rook Mogavero and Shione C. White. Sound editing was by Emma Johanna Purinen. Original music was composed by Emily Branham, who also sings our theme song. The Haro's theme was composed by Georgia White. Our cover art is by Tatiana Arkdander. In order of appearance, this episode featured the voices of Emma Johanna Purinen as Ship, Alistair Stewart as Malachi Tessera, Omar Camps Cameron as Loki Madigan, Alexandra Rose DeAngelis as Wolf Olum, Liz Mori as Kusa Tabasque, Samuel as Noko. Bonnie Calderwood Aspinwall as Pascal Almagest. Exandri OG as Valencio Trip Triptych. And Stephen Indrasano as Tarsol. This episode also featured Zoe Porterfield as Ring On It commercial. Isabel Donaldson as Lunch Director. Nea DeRusso as Passenger with Headphones. JP Sindel as The Newscaster. And Ben Books Schwartz as the Haros commercial. Additional voices were lent by Alice Kira, Thomas War, Ruben Ashcroft, Faye Harmon, Mel Nichols, Tice Grimberg, Pandora Beatrix, Aaron Carney, Sonia Dahl, Daniel Santoy, and Cam Clark. Last but not least, our vibe checker was. For transcripts and more, check out our website, roguemaker.space. If you want to help support Rogue Maker, please consider rating and reviewing us on your podcatcher of choice. You can also follow at RogueMakerPod on Twitter and Instagram, or tell a friend about us. You don't even need a double-chambered larynx to do so. Until next episode, take care of each other and stay safe out there.